0: You're listening to Brigade Radio 1.
1: Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Hi, everybody. It's Tyson breaking in again uh, in the beginning of the show. Haven't done that in a bit. Uh, maybe one. I don't know. I haven't been counting. Thank you for listening. Uh, so this is our interview with Iraj Lopez of High Content Podcast, who I've been on his program uh, twice, once in episode 33 and then again in episode uh, The Evan Vest Interview, which was a few after that, um, which are also good to listen. You should probably, if you're interested in the local comedian scene here, including uh, the comedians like Josh Barnes, he and Evan Vest have also been interviewed on High Content Podcast, so that's worth a listen. So all of his uh, information is going to be at the end of the program and whatnot, but uh, have a listen. And a shout out to Amsterdam. We had a listener spike in Amsterdam, and I'm not sure why, but I'm very grateful. Thank you very much. Um, I hope that you enjoy this one as much or half as much as the last one you appeared to uh, enjoy. So, thank you. Uh, be decent to each other. <laughs> I, I almost forgot. Okay, so um, we recorded for a good amount of time with I, Raj. Uh There's probably about 15 minutes missing from the beginning of our recording for some reason. I can't figure out why. It's just a big blank nothingness so uh, we come in mid conversation with Iraj uh, talking about movies and television shows that he enjoys so you're gonna need you need you're gonna need context because the show doesn't open with the traditional uh, hello and welcome from hunter although it it was it had been recorded it's just well you know stuff happens okay please
2: They're coming to get you top five would probably be uh tim and eric's uh billion dollar movie Oh, um, I, that that would be in my like, top five too it's just so it's just so dumb that it's just it's great
1: i love it it's interesting i haven't <laughs> seen that yet i do like uh what i have seen of tim and eric's contributions to entertainment i have enjoyed i have not seen very many i ha- i saw uh <clears throat> which one's the <laughs> see it's like, i don't okay hold on wait see if i can remember which one's the big one i think eric is the tall one is that right Tim Heidecker yes. is the short one. Okay, so uh, the short blonde one. He was on. Um, I'm just using descriptors. There's nothing wrong with short blonde people. I'm all, I am myself. I am five seven. I'm not a tall person, and you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even. Getting, I am actually five seven and a half, but I'm just going to say five seven. I take a half inch off myself because there's no point in like gilding that lily. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but no, so he was on, uh, one of the, uh, there's a great soundcast called, um, comedy bang bang that, uh, yeah. that I used to listen to a lot, but I don't have the time to anymore because of all the different, uh, soundcasts I have to listen to A clip. And I'm not complaining, by the way, I'm just saying that that's the case. I had some, some of my listenership drops off because I'm constantly searching for more stuff to, clip and show the world uh, of people who actually listen to soundcasts, Um, which is growing. There are more people listening, but it is kind of, it's not really like, you know, except for like, you know, having a... There you go, brother. You know, I don't have a billboard, so I might as well wear the shirt. But that's, you know, you don't like, we don't walk around seeing a podcast, you know, and going, oh, I like that thing. You have to, like, actually, you know, you have to know people and be like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And then you can talk about, you know, it's it's like a dog whistle, kind of, you know, yeah, sort of. This, um, is,
0: hmm. this is very true. and And one of these days, one of us, I'm not saying like us three, but like one of us in the whole sound casting world might actually be crazy enough to put a billboard up. You ever think about that?
1: Sure. and I bet it would be Tommy Wiseau. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad somebody gets that. Uh, Or or at least it thinks it's a funny sounding name. Um, (laughs) I I try to assume nothing. Uh, I'm a fair witness. The Robert Heinlein fair witness. Uh, uh, That's a whole other conversation. Um, I'm working on a bit on more of that later. Yeah, who says that? More of that later. Uh,
0: Davy and Dent.
1: Oh, that's, strange that's times. Like, more of that later, is it? Oh, that's more a good of one. Iraj. Oh, yes. Do you listen to very many other soundcasts uh, or podcasts, Iraj?
2: Oh, I, I listen. I listen to so many. I mean, going to on my phone because I I just recently signed up for a, a Stitcher Premium account. So I'm going listen some premium podcasts. Oh, nice. You can get uh-huh. uh,
1: How Did This Get Made? All those b- archived episodes are on Stitcher Premium.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I listen to a lot. Of, most of the uh, soundcasts I listen to are comedy soundcasts. Um, but there are a lot of them that are like, uh, informational and like mm-hmm. uh, about pop culture. Um, one no. that I listen to daily is called The Daily Zeitgeist. Ooh. Um, it's just a, a daily, a daily podcast with uh, Jack O'Brien and uh, Miles Gray. And Jack O'Brien is a podcaster, Miles Gray is a comedian. Is they just talk about the daily stuff that happens in today's world, like politics, pop culture, weird stuff that happens on the internet. Um, I'm a big fan of Doughboys, uh, Doughboys Mike, Mike Mitchell, and
1: uh, oh,
2: that sounds um, familiar. Uh, Nick Weiger. oh man, those they, they review fast food chains. With a, usually have a comedian guest with them and they, they go pretty in depth they usually about two and a half hours and they go all in like, like every every aspect of the restaurant the, the value the, the service the, 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 the authenticity of the brand and everything they go really hardcore so that's why I really appreciate that and they also have a nice comedian take on it and um, Doughboys. um the culture Kings. No yeah, uh, the Culture Kings. I'm gonna rattle a few off. Of the Culture Kings, throwing shade, come town. You talking YouTube to me? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, High and Mighty, Hollywood Handbook. Ho- Hollywood Handbook is, a, is up there. It's one of my favorite uh, podcasts. Hollywood Handbook is really good. Freedom, uh, uh, and some of these are Stitcher Premium exclusives. Uh, Freedom is just a uh, Paul Tompkins Scott Oppenheimer, and I. More lappiest, and they, they talk about whatever they want. Oh, nice! They're not like do, they're not doing characters or anything. Like hmm. sometimes they get like emotional stuff too. It's pretty crazy. Wow! <laughs> Excuse me.
1: So they talk about real shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, so sometimes they do, but they're still they're still funny. You know, they're all three hilarious comedians. So oh yeah, can't stop ever be funny. Um, hmm. Hmm. T- Tiger Belly uh, with uh, Bobby Lee. He has a podcast. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I've uh, heard of Bobby, that. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um. Yo, is this racist? With uh, Andrew T. and Tony Newsom. Yeah, I listen to that podcast. It's pretty informational. Um, Whomp it up with uh, Jessica St. Clair and Laura Parnum. Oh my, that podcast is amazing. They play, they play like Jessica St. Clair plays this one high school character uh-huh. who's like a, a she's shaped like upside down pyramid and she like <laughs> she's like boy crazy and she, it's, it's hilarious. And then uh, Laura Parham plays like her plays like her older mentor.
1: Oh, Lennon Parnham.
2: Like yeah, that's funny. See, I get names mixed up too. It's that's okay. Too. I should get names. I should get names correct because like I have like a difficult name and I get upset when people get my name wrong. But like I always get people's names wrong. It's kind of kind of weird like that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Also, so, so, and these are these are all my dailies. I listen to these podcasts like pretty much daily. And there's two more podcasts I listen to daily and one, and one uh, spontaneous nation. Oh. One?
1: oh yes yeah. and
2: uh and uh guys we f- uh, that's, that's the name of the podcast I'm, I don't know if we do curse but that's the name of the, the podcast, you can. podcast
0: you can
1: yeah I just, uh, I just yeah. leave them out later
2: yeah, it's, a, it, it's an anti slut shaming podcast and that's pretty cool too I've heard of that two one girls just, two girls just answer emails and just talk about all types of random stuff that's going on and those are pretty much my dailies and I do I do always branch out and like check out other episodes that, like that I feature like a like a, a guest that I like, or and anything that doesn't piques my interest. I always, I'm always trying out new soundcasts all the time.
1: Cool. It's good that it's good to have time to listen, is it not?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, with my with my job, I just plug my headphones in and go to work. And I don't I don't have to talk to anybody or like nice you know, communicating. So I'm just like, oh, just stick it to myself, doing my job. I I, See,
0: I I wish I wish I could do that.
1: Oh well, yeah. yeah. I'm of of the mind that um, I believe – this could just be me, but I believe that – That children are our future? Yes. Teach them well. Let them lead the (laughs) way. But I I believe that that listening to podcasts or soundcasts has improved my ability to listen to other people talk. (laughs) So like rather than wait to talk – I actually just listen to people. Unfortunately it has hurt. I think my experiencing live stand-up comedy a little bit because I'm just listening a lot of the time, you know, and, uh, if it's something really is funny and surprises me, I'll laugh. I mean, I love to laugh. Like I've, I've been to, uh, just the other weekend. Um, was last Friday. It was Friday, the twenty, Friday, the 13th. I went out to see, uh, out at the Eureka theater, uh, local comedians, Josh Barnes, Jessica Grant, and Dutch Savage. Um, Two of those people, at least, have been guests on your program. Was Dutch also a guest at one point, or was it, has it just been the Josh and Jessica? Uh, just
2: it, it's just been Josh and Jessica. I'm Trying to get
1: Dutch in. And... Okay, I'm just trying to think if I had the. But yeah, okay. So they they opened for Richard Pryor, and basically, as they did, um, they did they each uh, let's see, Jessica and then Josh, and then Dutch went up and did some stand up, and then they uh, showed the the concert stand up film of Richard Pryor's Live on the Sun- Sunset Strip. So I got to see that one uh, again, which had been a long time, but that's a real good one. I mean, if you like stand up comedy and, uh, you know, if you like Richard Pryor even a little bit, that's really the one to see because he doesn't hold back on anything and like all the. Uh, it, oh. Oh, oh and it looks the like. The
0: weather outside is dark, continuous dark until daylight with uh, some small clouds and some no rain, but that's what's coming. As opposed to California where there's fires. And back to you, Tyson.
1: I – I, uh, my screen said you need a connection to make a call for a second. So I don't know what all that was about just a second ago. Did I drop out or because
0: – fro- uh, you, you froze.
1: Oh, OK. I'm just going to keep doing this now. Is Right. It's a visual. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, uh, if you – no, I'll show this to you later. But OK. So uh, let's say – well, are are, are uh i Hunter, how do y'all feel about uh, a quiz? Uh, let's get it on. multiple choice yeah, quiz, you know, all right, let me set this up. So this is, these are selected words,
0: which by the way, by the way, I was sorry, Corey kicking your, oh, okay. Corey. I was kicking Corey's, <laughs> but then he won. He, he did win that, that bonus question. But in all fairness, I did kick his <laughs> up until that point. Where he kicked my but I still kicked your ass, Corey. You can you can man up to it, man up to it. That's it. That's a. Message. And, and he, has the, the show, right? yes. he has the Corey Epps show, right? Yes, yeah. the Corey Epps show, right? I just gave I just gave his the plug. So
1: yeah, anyone out there, he's a good guy. You should check out that show if you like it. Some
0: he's Oh, got- I, I, oh I love I love Corey, but. Anyone out there listening, our our listeners, of course, I want you to uh, somehow go on to that show and bust Corey's balls for me. That's it. That's all I want to say.
1: Never mind. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I have here in my hand the book uh, Depraved and Insulting English.
0: Okay. Wasn't that the same book you uh, brought up the – the, the last time we did this, or it, is that a completely? Different
1: this is the same book because it is a great repository, okay, gotcha. a great repos- repository of uh, words that are that are used are pretty much no longer in use, but are kind of funny because they all tend to mean something that is rude or crude or impolite, and it's they're just words that we don't use anymore. For example, um, if uh, let's see, if Iraj, if you would please pick a number between one and two hundred and fifty. One hundred and seventy-five. One hundred and seventy-five, and so I go to page one seventy-five, and I'm going to find the first word. All right, I was there. And I come across which is okay. So it's a letter. Uh, it's a word that starts with P. The word is pill garlic. P I L G A R L I C, and uh, it is a, a pill. A, a pill garlic. Is a sorry looking bald person. The bear So it's it's interesting. Yeah. So it says there are and then it gives it an example. It says there are seemingly dozens of words for bald baldness and bald people in the English language. All of them are too bloody boring for this book, except Pill Garlic, which with its peeled garlic imagery does have a certain savoir faire. So
0: that's what I, okay, that, makes sense. that was considered. That was considered an insult, basically.
1: It was a nice thing to say to people. So Yeah. So I've selected five words, and I'm going. To, I'm <laughs> g- going to say what the word is, wh- whether it's a noun, a verb, an adjective, or whatnot, and then I'm going to give three different uh, potential meanings, and then it, uh, I'll have you each guess whether or not which uh, which one is the real meaning for it. Does that sound fair?
0: That sounds fair.
1: Awesome. All right. Starting with the first word. This word starts with an I, and I will be spelling it for y'all. Uh, after I say it, uh, if you want to write it down, some some people like to write them down as we go, which is fine. Uh, the word is Im, imbulbitate. Imbulbitate. That is I M I M. Sorry, B U L B. Um. I T A T E, embulbitate, and it is a verb. So,
0: embolbitate.
1: Yeah. So, here are the options. Does this word mean? Does it mean a to forcibly consume alcohol through one's oh. rectum? Does it mean? <laughs> would you like me to say that again, or are we? Everybody good? Okay. Uh, or does it or does it mean uh, B, to squeeze or honks someone nose, especially if it's large? Embulbitate. Embulbitate is the word. Or C, to defecate in one's pants. Number two. I'll, I'll B. go with number one. Iras says A. Uh, is that correct? Yep. And Hunter says what? B. Hunter says B. The answer is C to defecate in one's pants. What? Yep.
2: Okay. Zero Zero. No points. Uh,
0: <laughs> how does that like that does that doesn't even sound like defi- like defecation or taking a uh, shit or or nothing like that?
1: It you're you're not wrong. It doesn't sound anything like that, yes. Um uh, let me well it has the example in the book now that uh and, and there's so many good words that start with I. I just uh I thought that one was probably the one with the shortest and funniest explanation. It didn't sound anything like what one would imagine to. Because it actually kinda sounds like planting amaryllises if you think about it. 'Cause they're mm. flower flower bulbs, you know, embulbitate. I you yeah. know went over and embulbitated the field and now there's going to be flowers basically. Or garlic.
2: Yeah, I took I saw that, I saw embulbitate and then I saw bulb flower. Flour, potato,
1: uh, alcohol, potato, alcohol. So that's, that's yeah, it. Ebra- yeah, sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So embulbitate. And then it says to defecate in one's pants. And it's uh, Latin. It's from Latin imbulbitar, which is to be foul or defile. And then uh, the explanation it gives, it says they're really <laughs> – the little entry in this little repository of funny words is uh, – there really is no tiptoeing around the definition of this word. And then it's used in an example. It says, oh, no, said Roscoe, as he tried in vain to extricate, uh, ext- sorry, to extricate himself from between the elevator doors. Embulbetated again. Sorry. All right. So that's the first one. And it, yes, Hunter, Look looked like you had something to say. Oh, okay. All right. We have a, taking a little break here.
0: Okay. I'm
1: here. Sorry, I just really love the girl from Ipanema. Don't, okay. tell, my, don't tell my wife. That's no. uh, a joke. No, I love my wife. Uh, <laughs> I love the song Girl from Ipanema. Unironically, I know, I know it is a piece of uh, music from the past that um, I loved the first time I heard it, when it was done by Astrid Gilberto and Stan Getz on saxophone. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a great piece of music. Uh, some people experience that piece of music first as... Purely elevator music, which is why it's often featured as elevator music in films as a trope, because you will hear it in the elevator. There are instrumental versions of it, and uh, other people probably pr- uh, heard it for the first time, uh, sung by Frank Sinatra. Um, I don't know if I, to this day, have heard the Frank Sinatra version, but I do like I do like uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, songs uh, occasionally, every now and then. I used to perform some for uh, karaoke back in the day, or rather his version of them it would be because uh, a lot of the songs that i like are actually in a key that are a little bit too high for me and frank sinatra is just about in my range so the arrangements would be closer to being in my key better chance of success it's how yeah it's how you hack karaoke people
0: <laughs> he was a uh oh, a good boring. singer actually he was a what <laughs> Good singer.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well well spotted. (laughs) Yeah. Great song. Anyway. Okay. Um, At least
0: you can sing though, dude. At least you can sing though.
1: I could sing some of the time. Um, I am a big fan of the philosophy in the song, sing the song by Joe Raposo. Uh, Sing, who actually, uh, the Carpenters recorded this song back in 1973, I think. It became a huge, like a Billboard number three hit. And that was the song Sing, sing a song, sing it loud, sing it strong. And then uh, sing of good times, not bad. I think I'm screwing up the words a little bit sing for happy not sad and then it's like and then it gets the repeats that and says don't worry if it's not good enough for anyone else to hear just sing sing a song now that song was covered by the Carpenters and became a big hit but was written for Sesame Street and I grew up on old school '70s Sesame Sesame Street Street. yeah it's a Sesame Street song Uh, some of that stuff from back in the day was pretty great I'm sorry thank you for bearing with me um (laughs) <laughs> did anybody have any anything they'd like to add before I go on to the next word
0: Uh, no All right. uh, I, w- I went to Sesame Street Land when I was a child yeah nice
2: the best experience of my life where as as I say.
1: where is that it,
2: I, I think it's in Jersey I, I think it's, it's on the east coast it's in either New York or New Jersey but I believe it was New but I I think think it's, it's New Jersey I, I think it's New Jersey I think
0: it's Jersey off, too yeah but really,
2: yeah it's fantastic
0: that's cool. I, I mean – It was like a water park too, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a water park. You know
0: what? I was there when I was a kid myself, dude. That, that place did rock.
2: Yeah. Insane.
1: I'm just thinking it would be I – mean, mm, Go ahead. That
0: is the – that is like – not to change the subject, uh, but real quickly. That is the only water park I have ever uh, tolerated in my entire life. I do not like water parks, but that was the only one that I tolerated.
2: This, this the Sesame Street Land was was a thousand times better than Disneyland because you know, in, like I've been to Disney World, I've never been to Disneyland. But you know how they have the characters out like once in a while, they'll have like yeah, they'll have like a character from one movie, and like all the rest will be away. Mm-hmm. And it's once in a while, they'll probably do a parade where, like with all the characters, but like it, it's like it's only once in a while. You, you went to Sesame Street Land; every single Sesame Street character was out and about walking around,
0: walking around. Times. Wow! I, I
2: at all times, even by the water areas, like I have pictures of me like soaking wet, like standing next to Cookie Monster. It's it's like like, like they're like nine foot tall, so they're on stilts and everything. They went for the whole nine yards. It was amazing.
1: Wow! Nice. You know, yep. Yeah.
2: Cookie Monster.
1: <laughs> uh, it just makes that. Uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful. It just sort of makes me a little bit sad that there are you know uh, that the adults that were on Sesame Street back into the seventies, uh, many of them are no longer with us. Um, but uh, that would be, it'd be interesting if they could be resurrected as um, puppets, perhaps in bad taste. But I mean, their, their, their characters are, were so um, what's that word is it indelible. I don't know. I'm not good with words, um, but uh, hard to like the, the adults, like um, Luis and Bob and David, Mr. Hooper. Uh, I remember when Mr. Hooper died, that was, mm-hmm. that was you know, Maria, Linda who was uh, hearing impaired, Uh, Deaf, actually. And so they taught sign language as well as Spanish on on the Sesame Street. Um, I I mean, Sesame Street is probably the reason, as a young person, why I never developed uh, racism.
0: Ah, that is true.
1: Probably. I mean, it's it's most likely. I mean, that and my parents, you know, they were, you know, (laughs) they didn't encourage racism. So, no, but, you know, Sesame
0: Street, you did learn a lot from watching Sesame Street.
1: Well you look you know, you don't understand when you're a kid that, that it's that there's people on a set and there are puppets. You know. At some point you understand puppets, but then there's still people in the in the in on the set. But then there's you look at it and you see you don't like when you're a kid, you don't know. You don't go oh white person, you know, Hispanic person, black person, deaf person, crippled person. You just see people. And you go out in the world okay. and then then you understand that there are people out in the world that don't necessarily see it that way either too, when you're like, Oh, I'm naive. <laughs> Racism's a thing. It's just There were no N-words on Sesame Street. The only N-word was neighbors.
0: Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, you know who else understood the concept of neighbor?
1: Uh, Mr. Rogers?
0: Ding, 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 ding. That's right.
1: From uh, Pennsylvania, I believe.
0: From Pennsylvania. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Specifically, I think Pittsburgh is. uh, I think they have a statue there. But
0: he also, watching that show, dude, that's also, uh, they taught you not to be a racist person at all. Because there was, uh, I think there was uh, when they were uh, there was a problem with, or when they, you know, the the racists had a problem with white uh, black people on TV and sh- mm. here's Mister Rogers sharing a pool uh, mm. on the show. Oh yeah, you know, dipping his feet in. What a what a you know, there was a black police officer or something like that. But mm. the, the the point the point though is, you watched that show and you learned not to be racist.
1: Like if you had any thoughts or if you knew people who were, then yeah, if you weren't already there, cause you didn't separate people that way, you know, then and, and it's like, it's not a matter of being woke. It's just, I never, I never knew that there were racists, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, I don't know if, well, if that's pre-woke, if it's woke from birth, I don't know what that is. I mean, it was just, that was the world I was in was, you know, you don't. You, you generally well, no. try to be nice to people and, uh, you know, not everybody's like that. So,
0: it's I like, mean, obviously you're woke to the fact that, you know, you discovered the fact that when you step outside your door you know you step outside away from like Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. you know, the, there are real people out there who, who basically do see things in black and white and Hispanic and, and Asian and gay and straight. And, you know, those are the racist people. And the, and the the bigot people so I mean that the bigotry or whatever big but I people. mean those that's right so you basically woke to the f- fact that outside your door there there's souls out there happy inside but just souls out there
1: but you know there's also nice people out there so but yeah absolutely you're right
0: no, uh, they're, they're, absolutely there 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 is nice people out there but you know but there, for every 10 nice people you have you have 20 souls
1: less smiles <laughs> let you know lots uh lots of smiles on Sesame Street <laughs> of course it's you know it's it's people on a set with puppets but i mean still you know there's the you know these are the people in my neighborhood in my neighborhood in my neighborhood mm-hmm. you know it's like and it's like oh it's the people that you meet when you're walking down the street it's the people that you meet each day it's right there in the song it's right there in the mm-hmm. song, you know it's like so uh you know or t- uh, well it doesn't matter a lot of the I'm a big fan of using mnemonic reinforcement through songs to teach like you know from twinkle twinkle little stars a b c d e f g and all the way from there to where we are now uh that's why i'd like to introduce uh the pineapple pen uh triangle square circle recognition um shape recognitions for young people um i have a square <laughs> i have a circle <coughs> circle square I have a square. I have a triangle. (laughs) Triangle square. Circle square. Triangle square. (laughs) Uh, Square circle. Triangle square. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. That's a P. For those of you who've never heard of uh, Pen Apple, Apple Pen, uh, you should be YouTubing it now or after you're done listening to this program.
0: You know, that song is very annoying. However when you do act when you do like accents and shit like that like obviously uh Ralph Garman tends to do when he like when he sings that song it actually does make it sound funnier
1: oh like when he does uh, celebrities doing the song exactly can
0: you imagine like i don't know fucking macho man Randy Savage be like oh yeah i have a pen i have a pineapple pineapple pen oh yeah something like that i mean <laughs>
1: that's fun yeah. Oh, God. I have a pineapple. I have a square. Pineapple square. No, sorry. I just screwed. I mixed the two together there in my head. Okay. uh, Next word. Who's ready?
0: (laughs) All right. So, since we both got that one word wrong, pissed me off.
1: Yes. The the score is currently 0 to 0. All right. Pardon?
0: Okay. Uh, No, I was just saying 0 to 0.
1: Zero to zero. Um, all right. This word starts with an R, and the word is ripe suck. That is a ripe suck. Ripe suck. It's one word. It is R I P E S U C K, and it is a noun. It is not a verb.
0: Ripe suck. Okay, I, I gotta know the. I gotta know the answer, cities. Okay. <laughs>
1: like it's a ripe suck. So is. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> <Ripe suck. clears throat> is it... Ripe Is it... Ripesuck, right. Is it slang for a pimple extraction tool? Mm-hmm. Does it refer to a person who is easily bribed? Or is it the ventilation uh, used for an outhouse?
0: No, it's definitely B
1: on this one. Yeah, i will say B
2: as well. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm gonna
1: have to say B as well. All right, so let's see here.
2: I guess it makes sense.
1: Hunter and Ira, say B. It, and it is B. You each have one point.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: nice. Score is tied at one. All right, one all, as they say. So, yeah, Ripe Suck. Who knew? This what must be like
0: that? a 50s term or something like that.
1: Uh, all right, Suck. <laughs> um, okay. Let's ripe see. Ripe sock. Yes. Yeah, so uh, this is a this is one who is easily bribed. A fittingly revolting term for this concept. And then the uh, sentence uh, used. While the other, uh, excuse me. While all the other lobbyists worked the phones furiously, J.B. sipped on a, uh, sipped his highball, unworried about the upcoming vote. Good thing his long experience in Washington had taught him how to spot a ripe sock at sixty yards. ripe suck
0: (laughs) ripe suck there you go
1: what would be what would be better at the end of anyone yeah anyone's not bad Uh, yeah yeah okay I was hoping to get more from that but that's alright that's perfectly okay (laughs) i don't think i timed it very well though because i think i kept doing it while you were sipping so it was like i didn't give you a chance to to come in with uh anything that you oh okay here it is no this is on two pages okay so i I keep referring back for the i just wrote down basically the uh the uh the word how to you know pronounce it with like you know the in the parentheses where it's got the part and then the stress part and then eh, Mm -hmm. yeah and then uh, i had to come up with the alternate things. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. None of this matters. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being here. I appreciate that.
2: Oh, no problem. I'm here, I'm here for
1: that. I'm here for a while. Yay. All right. Shall we continue or did we want to, Did anybody have anything to add about uh, the last word or anything that they...
2: Oh, we can
1: continue. All righty. So, so the score is one all and there are three words left. So there's still room for a tie, I think. Or there might not be You're a going tie. down. She's <clears throat> so competitive. Um all right, this word starts with an A and it is Amplexus. That is spelled A M P L E X U S Amplexus. And it is a noun. Amplexus. Amplexus. Beautiful. It does sound like a vehicle, doesn't it? it sounds like yeah. A, yeah, it does. a vehicle made of one big speaker.
0: It sounds like it might be like a, a European car.
1: It's an Amplexus. Like,
0: I got a 2018 Amplexus.
1: There you go. All right. So here fully are... Fully loaded. Sorry.
0: I said fully loaded. All right. All right.
1: Fully loaded. Fully loaded, mate. Fully loaded Amplexus. <laughs> So this guy goes down the road, and he steals a follow loaded load of them plexus. He tries to pass That's it special. off for Honda CRV. You know, he's scratched off the back of the... Th- he's not fooling me. I could see where the paint's <laughs> not dry. <So. laughs> it's bloody right. don't know who's trying to get away with. Is it a Wu-Tang Clan shirt, son? Sir? Hunter? Uh, yes. It is. It's not Batman. It's Wu-Tang Clan.
0: No, it's Batman. It's not uh, Wu-Tang Clan.
1: Oh, okay, okay. For a second there, I thought it was... Yes. You know, <laughs> You know, Batman ain't nothing to fuck with either. So, anyway. All right. So, in Plexus, here are your choices. Sorry, what?
0: Hell. Right. So, okay. All right. Oh, I didn't say
1: none. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that was fine. Okay. So, is it um, the bearer of bad news? Literally, one who bears bad news. Mm -hmm. For example, a person who wears a sandwich board sign that might say, the end is nigh on it and walk around. So, they're bearing it. That's. That's why it's a noun. Uh, Amplexus. The bearer
0: of bad news.
1: Is that an amplexus? Or is it the mating embrace of a toad or a frog? That's B. The mating embrace of a toad or a frog. Or is it C. The acoustical sweet spot in a room, specifically when multiple persons are screaming and the sounds overlap? So if you're like at the perfect C. spot in the room, yeah, you hear the screams I'll like see. just wiggling in the air because screams are overlapping. That's the M plexus. Is that C? You're both saying C? Yeah. All I'm
2: right. Saying, see. All right. It just sounds right.
1: That's interesting. All right.
2: I, 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 I can hear a sound engineer like bringing me to a room in the middle and like getting like ready. I want you to scream in three, three seconds, and I'm like, "Why?" He says, "Just do it." I'm like, and it makes me scream, and then we both scream at the same time, and then I'm like, "What was that for?" He goes, "Did you hear that?" I'm like, "What?"
1: It does sound like what that. Are you talking about it? Yeah, it is a strange thing when screams overlap because they literally do like it's like sound ribbons in the air. You can hear stuff going. We go, we go, it's weird. It's weird, but uh, or it could just be a person. Like maybe if you're screaming at the same time, maybe you don't hear it if you're not screaming. It's hard to say. So the answer is actually B. It is the mating embrace of a toad or a frog.
2: I thought that
1: was the most faithful out of all of them. Oh my (laughs) God. Yeah,
0: isn't it weird? So, yes. So the word basically is for amphibians fucking, basically.
1: I guess. Now, yeah, then it makes you wonder why did this become – well, with all of these, there's got to be a reason why these words made it into the lexicon for a while and, and – uh, you know, because the reason why words drop off is often because they're uh, banned or they're they're deemed too impolite or people just forget about them. They don't pass them on from generation to generation, whatever it might be. But So here, let's see here. From the endlessly descriptive world of biology comes this sparkler of a word. <laughs> Since it, yeah, sparkler. Since it is uh, common enough to refer to a repulsive person as a toad, uh, a figurative use for an amplexus logically presents itself. So here is the uh, sentence. It says, "The last thing I remembered from that evening." Last thing I remember. Dun, 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 dun. Last thing I remembered from that evening was hiding in the men's room to escape the attentions of the vile Mrs. Flam. Early the next morning, I awoke in a strange bed with a terrible hangover, only to realize with horror that I was firmly caught in her amplexus.
0: That, that is nuts. Because that word does not sound like that. That word does not sound like that. That word sounds like the other thing. Where people come <laughs> into a room and start screaming, and then they ride that—you know—you see like ribbons and shit. You hear ribbons, whatever the fuck. But that's what that word sounds like. It does not sound like fucking frogs having sex.
1: It doesn't. Um, but then again, it did go into figurative use, so I think that's where the problem is—that is something becomes figurative and then. The original you know, meaning gets lost, and then people stop using the word. And then they're like, "Where the heck did that word come from when it was being used?" Yes, Hunter.
0: What's crazy is because when you read that, when you read that answer, mm-hmm. that B answer,
1: yeah.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna pick that, but I'm like, "Nah, it, it, it that's, it can't be that." So <laughs> when I heard C, I'm like, "No, it has to be C. It can't be B."
1: Yay! I did my job well. <gasps> Happy because it was really hard coming up with that uh, idea about the acoustical sweet spot, but I thought it sounded like Nexus. There was something about things coming together that made it sound enough like that might be a, that might not be bullshit, but yeah, it was, yeah. Bullshit, man. All right. Bullshit, man. Bullshit, man. Buster
0: Red, red, run, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. Red, red, run, you make me feel so fine. Mark, mark, mark. Bob Marley a, was a
1: sh**. I, I believe that, uh, yes, he was. I believe that was um, Neil Diamond. Uh, and then later, ub 40.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I'm saying that the song that I sang was not Bob Marley, but Bob Marley came to my mind, and I said Bob, Mar- uh, Bob Marley was a sh**.
1: Yes, that's why I agreed with you. Because I thought, well, yes, he also is the sh**. <laughs> yes, he is the shit. He also is the sh**. Uh, he is, yes, he is
0: the sh**. At least he's not a piece of sh**.
1: At least, well, technically, all dead people are worms. So unless they've been um, burnt, <sighs> oh, cremated. Sorry. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Ah, death. Hey everyone, it's Ethan with Combat Radio here at Brigade Radio 1. One thing you need this fall is the Combat Radio Halloween album supporting
0: social services, featuring haunted musical and audio tracks from some of your favorite celebrity guests around here, including Respect the Dead, the audiobook. Go to
1: cdbaby.com, enter Combat Radio Halloween, and get your copy today. Anyway, uh, so (laughs) there's... Uh, Okay, so word number four. Oh, so what does that put the score? Oh, the score is still tied at one. And there are two words left. How's it going to go? How's it going to go? Is it going to tie up at the end? Am I going to have to dig out a word? And then... Bullshit. That's not one of the words. That's still in common usage. So, okay, here's the word. This word starts with a J. J-J. J. And the word is... Jabberno. Oh no. This word is spelled J O B B E R K N O W no L E. Jabberno, Jabberno. Jabberno. <laughs> Jabber <knows> all.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is it an experimental clone of Jay-Z and Beyoncé? No, it's a, that's not <laughs> a, no. That's not. That's not one of the choices. That's not one of the choices. It's a silly joke. Very silly joke. Um, no, please, good. please don't kill me. That was. Um, thank you. Um, uh, okay, Jabbernoll. <clears throat> Is it a a <laughs> a heavy and dimwitted person? B mm. a loud, belligerent gossip or gossiper or C, someone who steals employment from under people. It's A.
0: I'm going B.
1: Alright, Hunter is picking is di-
2: Always jabbing. What is that? Oh, always jabbing to the town's pole. It's the dossier, you know.
1: Jabber. Alright, so we got an H. Um. Hunter pulls ahead. It is A, a heavy and dim-witted person. Uh, <laughs> That is. Oh. Wow, it sounded like he did a victory lap or something. I looked away and it was like, ah. Oh. Like, that's like the. Uh, <laughs> that's that's why I imagine everybody working on a Mad Max Fury Road is making that sound as they're on the cars. Just, you know. Oh. I'm like, this, oh. is, this is awesome. It's great to be here. Except the one guy is like, you know, like, cause, I don't know. Maybe
0: it's just a She's madness. It is. This is madness.
1: No, this is Sparta. That's a good one. 300. Uh, That movie was loud and fun. Um, uh, Big CGI movies, by the way. Uh, 300 is certainly a a big CGI film. Uh, Or at least it's in the sense of like CGI enhanced. Um, But I'm thinking more like uh, Battleship. That was really fun. I enjoyed that. that. Was a good movie. That's like oh, yeah. old school Earth versus flying saucers kind of movie done like twenty sixteen, twenty twelve. I don't recently, recently style. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Okay. Yeah. Really. That year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the movie, I think, is a lot better than people give it credit for. And it has great sound design, too, by the way. Just, like, all those heavy, like, bass um, sweep noises the, ooh, that you hear in, like, every trailer now that's trying to be, you know, in a world. Ooh. And it's, it's either that or it's the um, the horns from Inception. Or is it strings? Or is it the horn strings? It's, it's the... Oh, it's the... Dun, dun, like that one, Yeah. <laughs> Dun. And people just like so I'm making scared faces for people. Sorry about the visual with the audio medium. Um, <clears throat> apologizing to our audience. Okay, so yes, it was a heavy and dim-witted person was a jobbanoll and so uh, the description here it says it sounds rather like some fabulous creature out of 19th century children's fiction, but alas the jobber knoll is about as ethereal as a toll booth clerk. If the we if the if the reader wishes to see one, all he or she has to do is call the phone company and ask to have another line installed. they'll send one right over and then it says uh, comparatively uh, there's a word uh, luby apparently l o o b y which might be a similar word righty, the last one speaking of l words. Is an L word, and it is a noun. Uh, This one... Sorry, I just skipped past one I didn't... uh, As I'm looking for the one I did choose, I uh, skipped past one of the ones I didn't choose, but enjoyed reading earlier. Uh, Trying to think of... Oh, here it is. Okay. We're back. How is everybody doing?
2: Good, how are
1: you? All right. Doing all right. Getting good grades. Future's so bright, i got to wear shades. Um... Okay, so yeah, it's two to one right now. So it could either tie it up and have to go to some kind of tiebreaker round, which, which uh, I hadn't actually this planned
0: not, for. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm sinking his battleship going down. So competitive. Done. All
1: right, this word. <laughs> I don't know, for some reason i sorry i I'm a, i am enjoying the amusing mimes it's just to keep I, I it takes me my brain a second to realize what i'm seeing so i'm picturing something else and then i'm like oh no it's that it's not what i thought it was it's something else so when you were doing the first i was thinking ghost ride the whip but i i don't know why it was like you know <laughs> some kind of physical thing and then it like no became the thing it was so anyway um final word uh right, what
0: the final word please
1: starts with an l limitarian
0: Uh, I think I know what this is
1: already. This this word is spelled L-I-M-I-T A-R-I-A-N Limitarian Is a limitarian A. A picky eater
0: Mm.
1: B. A diplomatic sounding word for a female who will quote, do anything short of penetrative sexual intercourse unquote.
0: I I I have to go with C. There's one more. (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: That was B. I I retract. That was B. I retract. A was a picky eater. B was the anything short of intercourse. And C is one who believes, excuse me, one who believes that salvation is restricted to a certain group of individuals.
0: C. (laughs) C.
2: C. C. I'm going A.
1: Alrighty, righty. I what's that? Are you, uh, you're picking A. is I picking A. Hunter is picking C. Hunter wins with three points. It is a what? a Limitarian is one who believes that salvation is restricted to a certain group of individuals. And here is the here is the uh, uh, the additional uh, flavor text on that. These these self-righteous religious exclusionists have caused a lot of trouble over the centuries. Maybe there ought to be a special section reserved for them in hell. Oh. That is what a oh. limiterian oh. is. So, three which to is one. Where
0: which is where they're going.
1: <laughs> oh. Limiterian. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Yes. Oh, oh it's, <laughs> so, well, well played, uh, um, um, persons, people. Well played, sirs. Yeah. Thank, you Thank you for participating.
0: Job. You're welcome. Um, I knew I was gonna win. I knew I was gonna win that game sooner or later.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> well, you <yeah, it's, laughs> Just say. So you've won the second game. So you now, so now, out of games played, you're o oh, in, you're one in one and two. Is that how it works? Uh, hundred? Yes. So far? Okay. One, one. one, and one two. One. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a sports person. Um, I did actually play a little bit of sports in grade school. but Not a lot. I'm more of a, more of a theater choir, choir person. Surprise, surprise. Um, anyway, arcade high drama. I'm
2: more of a skip school.
1: Okay. Skip school. Not
2: I did. Some, I did.
1: Leave, s- leave school. <laughs> leave school. I did some of that. A little bit of that. Yeah. I had to actually, uh, uh, I had to do uh, study extra hard a uh, couple hours. I had to do give. I had to tack on three to four extra hours a day by my senior year just to graduate on time because I did a lot of uh, faffing about in my junior year. But uh, I managed to do it. And for some reason, it was important so you
0: did, to me. So you did a lot of shrooms.
1: Did, what? No, no, no. That's you did. Who, who. Where is it from? Faffing about is that shrooming?
0: I I don't know what you Californians call it. You know, you guys have fancy words for everything. So, you know.
1: Oh, I just didn't want to have to bleep me saying fing off because that's what that
0: does.
1: (laughs) But I'm just going to have to do that now anyway.
0: It's like, yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I did a lot of fing off back in high school. And, like, you know, finally by 12th grade, I decided, you know, finally decided to give a (laughs) shit. And I decided to just, uh, you know, study myself until I did it because I ran out of, like, I don't know, like, shrooms and some shit. Like, yeah. The bag was empty, so I guess I thought I'd open a book
2: or something.
0: <laughs> something. <laughs> the, the bag was empty, so now I'll apply myself.
1: <laughs> oh, so can I recommend an Instagram account to, uh, to you guys if you haven't seen this already? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Here is this a uh, uh, quick section I'd like to call Instagram account recommendations. <laughs> so, all right, the first one is uh, Mister Rick Cheadle, and that is spelled R I C K C H E A D L E, and he does uh, some interesting things with paint and uh, design. This is a different sort than the second one I am going to recommend, Rick Cheadle. Right now, I think he might have a video looping on his account of uh, some chairs that he did some uh, paint work on that kind of looks like uh, doily sort of work. He also does uh, acrylic paint pours. I don't know if you've seen those before, but uh, people take paint and kind of mix it together in a specific way and then pour it onto a canvas. And then like it creates cells of separations of colors sort of naturally with gravity. And then that kind of drives pretty cool. It can create some interesting effects. I've done it a couple of times. Um, I I have some of my uh, paint pouring experiments on my Instagram, uh, which is the same as my Twitter, R E V T two, three. Uh, for those of you active on Twitter and also active on listening to soundcasts or podcasts, because that doesn't always overlap. But yeah, that's Rick Cheadle. So uh, his stuff is uh, is pretty cool. But now, one that I've really been enjoying lately. I just sort of discovered Rick Cheadle's Instagram account uh, uh, recently. But one I've been liking for a long time, but had to write it down because I didn't know what it was called. Like, I don't know, for, uh, for those of you that aren't on Instagram, uh, when you are, you'll get a lot of recommendations in the form of pictures that will come up. Uh, like when you're about to search for something, it'll be like, especially if you're on your mobile device. It doesn't really happen on the website, but... Or the PC version, but it'll come up and it'll be like all these different pictures because you like blah, 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 blah. So uh, one of them came up and I was like, oh, this is cool. So I, I, I I poked on it and I was like, oh, this is neat. And I looked at the profile. I'm like, this person is killing it on Instagram. They are 16 years old. They are vegan and they are photographing food in a creative way. And I don't mean like taking pictures of plates of food, which is, you know, fine. I don't care people get really uh, shitty about people posting pics of food on Instagram. I don't care. As long as it's interesting to look at, I'm cool with that. Because it is, after all, a visual medium. So I mean, this is very true. You know, <laughs> taking hey. pictures is a visual medium. So I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, what 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 else are they gonna you know other than this? anyway? So uh, then I, I come across this person's account, and then can never remember what their name is. But then every time they post, and it comes up. I'm like, oh yeah, them. And their uh, account is naturally Joe, and that, but that's actually naturally dot J O. So N A T U R A L L Y dot J O. They do some very interesting things with their Instagram account, and and like they make little critters and displays and all sorts of uh, colors and cakes. It's very um, creative use of uh, food arranging. I don't know what to call it, but it's like it's like making characters out of out of food. Uh, and yeah, I'm
2: on, I'm on it right now. I'm on Instagram right now, and this, the food looks so. It looks so good that it looks fake, and that you don't want to eat it. Like, it looks so good. We get some donuts here that, like, it's like a bear and a sleeping pig and like, I don't even want to eat it. It looks
1: so good. Yeah, too good. It looks, it looks like, too boy, good to eat. So good. Did you do you see the down yeah. the, There's a Pac-Man blueberry pie that's uh, a little further down the. Uh, like the stuff that, with pie tops is pretty amazing. There's a cherry pie that's got like I think a city skyline or something, but uh, but the Pac-Man blueberry pie is like from. I don't know, uh, now, at this point in time, being Gen, uh, July 26, 2018, it's uh, it's probably about maybe 12 pictures down. I don't know how often they post, but frequently, very frequently. they have got, I think, 1.1... Well, this
0: does look good.
1: Yeah, it's like 1.1 1. 1 million followers on, on, on uh, Twitter. Like, that... I can't see that very well. Like, oh, yeah, 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 there's them. That's the one. You see the little Rubik's Cube there with fruit on the side? I think it's called a Frubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. It's like this person is taking a lot of like careful work to photograph th- these things and and it, they're doing really well. Uh and then the last one I'd like to uh recommend to the viewers at large is uh IC arts that is uh small i small c underscore a r t z. I believe I'm already
0: her... following my brother.
1: Yes, uh, that is my mother. She has a uh, started her, uh, arts and crafts. Uh, she started taking pictures of the things that she's been making for years. Uh, she works with fused glass, knits, little creatures and, uh, other, uh, and makes, uh, other things. And, uh, I've been encouraging her to post more on Instagram and it's been doing well for her uh, as far as, uh, how, when people like to start, start, to, right. start to like to take pictures of things. So yes, there you're back. I'm here. Yeah i froze, though. Oh, I did. Okay. okay. It's good good thing I'm recording it on my end. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're I guess so. I mean, I didn't know I was, but uh, but uh, hopefully I anyway, so those that's uh, those are the three recommendations of uh, interesting Instagram accounts if you like arts and crafts or, you know, not uh, not all three of them might be everybody's cup of tea, but one of them might stand out to somebody. And uh, and you also might hate all three of them depending on. So, whatever. But those are the, those are some things. All right, so well, I have an important question. Certainly, Hunter.
0: All right, brother, how how did you uh, decide to become a podcaster?
1: Yes. Oh, was you're asking. Not you, Tyson. Not me. No.
0: Are, are you asking me? I guess. Yeah, not. yeah.
1: Well, as you you called him my brother, then you usually call me my brother. So I thought you were talking well, to me, well, and
0: I'm you like. Are, you, you are my brother, but I'm also extending, you know, he's, he's our brother too.
1: Okay. I don't know. So is it a Jersey thing? Cause it's, I'm just used to hearing <laughs> yeah. you say it. So like, I didn't, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. I never ask. Cause I think it's
0: no, a... I think they get the whole clothing thing.
1: Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> so yes, that question. I'm, I'm curious too at the uh, answer to the, it's a, a good question. Um, uh, I don't know. It's a,
2: it's a mixture of a lot of different things. Um, I would listen to a lot of podcasts. I was listen. I listen to like at least like thirty different podcasts. Like every single week. And I was. I was, like, I was. like, you know what? I think. I, I think I want to start one. And I, I. I first bought one microphone, and I got a little phantom power, and I got like. I was like, all right. I'll do it. And then I started I started, like, I started like doing like. Like sort of, sort of like like. Spoken word poetry first. At first, because like at, when I first wanted to do a podcast, I didn't know what I was going to do or talk about. Mm-hmm. And and then when I was officially going to start my actual podcast, I didn't want. I wanted to be. I wanted to be as open as possible and just lay a format down, so that like I could eventually like hone down what I want to actually the podcast to be about. Because I. I've listened to so many interviews with so many people about starting their podcast and one of the big, biggest things uh, like one of the biggest like, things they had to get over was just putting stuff out, just like being able to do it and like, getting it out whether they liked it or not, whether it was good or bad, just like continuously putting it out and, that, and that's what I wanted to do and, and uh, I also I also wanted to get better at listening, I wanted to get better at talking to people and uh, better communication overall pretty much so I think that's one of the main reasons why I started podcast. But again, it's all, all a bunch of little different things.
0: Cool. And how did you? How, how did you like
2: Tyson not you frozen? Be back? Yes. Did. Uh, so yeah, it was a uh, Tommy Bang Bang uh, podcast list too, and uh, there's just like this bit that they do on the show where they. There's, like, what they call it, a, it's, like, slanging tent, like, you know, taking that, that hot, sweet tent, like, that nice content, and I was just, I was just, like, I'm in Humble, what, that's the one, what, what, one thing in Humble, like, can I, uh, like, uh, use to, like, market myself to, like, make it, like, accessible to, like, the common, the humble person, and, oh, another, another tip I heard, too, is, uh, trying to start locally where you are and, like, try to make it bigger and, then like, try to, like, get, like, more cards. but like, that's what I'm really, really doing now, actually. I got, like, I just ordered a bunch of, like, uh, cards that actually happened right there.
1: Oh, okay. oh, yeah, the cards, yeah. Cool. Oh, that's really
0: nice. I nice. ordered a
2: bunch of cards and stickers, and I've been going around to a bunch of, like, head shops and medical shops and uh, any store that will... So look me in the eye when I talk to them, and then then tell them, "Hey, I have a podcast. Oh, here's some stickers. Give these stickers out to your customers when they leave. Or oh, here can I leave a stack the cards for register? And so far, I'm really trying to get like a more of a local audience hop, uh, like brewing, and then from there, like try to go after a more widespread audience. But I, I have a little, I have a little following in Ireland. And nice. My, my SoundCloud statistics are a little. There's a few people out
1: there in Ireland who habitually listen, so... That's
2: cool. That's Did cool. you see...
1: That's cool. It. That's cool.
2: Iowa? No, no, Ireland.
1: Ireland. Oh, oh, even better. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Iowa would have been yeah. fine, but... Nice. That's neat. Isn't that strange well, when that happens? It's like... oh. well,
0: well don't... Well, don't you know, Tyson, we have a sort of a cult following, but ours is in Japan.
1: Something like that. Yeah, I mean, There's a, a disproportionately large amount of people who do listen in Japan for some reason. Not sure why. A lot of people are from the UK. Um, so, yeah, that's really neat with Ireland. And when I say a lot, I just mean we don't have, a, you know, lots and lots of listeners. But we there are, for some reason... He actually, has
0: to- a, he actually has a smart idea, though, trying to go locally, like build a local audience. But... But the only problem with building a local, well, you don't ha- you don't have your address on your on your business card, which is a good thing because, you know, if you get, like, one of those fans that really loved you, you wouldn't uh-huh. want them coming to your house like, I'm your number one fan. Knocking yeah, on yeah. the door and shit. Yeah, no, an email on there and, and the social
2: media. Yeah,
0: have- Hi, Raj, can you sign my
2: cheese? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know. I mean why, why can't I have that outside my door? But no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's
2: why podcasting a
0: podcast. Knowing my luck, I would get some eighty year old lady out there and be like, oh, dear Sunny boy, can you come out here inside my jugs? <laughs> oh no. Jugs. More of that later.
1: There's a there's a word I haven't heard in a long time. Jugs.
0: Yeah, that is that is an old, uh, an older one.
1: That's a funny word. Uh, there's a movie "Mother Jugs and Speed," which I've never seen, and then there's the magazine jugs, which uh, can be seen being read in the movie "Raising Arizona," one of the early uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen brothers' films. And I know it existed, um, but I don't think I've ever seen an, an 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 issue an issue. I don't think I've ever seen an issue of jugs like in real life. I don't. Know. I mean, you know, in magazine used used to be the main source of porn back in the day, so. That is true. The ways we, you could find them at liquor stores, <laughs> you know, just like out in the open. You'd walk and be like, "Oh, fishing game, Mad Magazine, um, Swank,
0: and Porno, yeah, yep.
1: yeah. Hustler, uh, Wee, <laughs> or Oui." <laughs>
0: I think if you go into any any convenience store in New York City, you can still buy porno magazines. Wow. Hmm.
1: So, speaking of that, how's the uh, uh, gallon of cum challenge going?
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: It's not a really a uh, serious question. <laughs>
2: <But>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I honestly thought of this seriously, and the issue would be is gathering all these gentlemen in one. This has to happen all at one time. You, you can't. you can't. you can't really collect. You know. I mean, you if can't you tr- if you try. And, and, and I don't think it's scientifically you can. You know, like. The most a male could produce is probably like, like four or five ounces in a day, and and by the next time you try to fill the jar up, it'd be dried up already, you know? It would never collect. So you would need a great amount of gentlemen to gather and That's you know, true. Do, do the dirty deed.
1: Uh, It could be individually quick frozen, like they do with strawberries at Jamba Juice. It's Where it's so it's it's frozen so quickly that they're almost as good as fresh, supposedly. That that's IQF. the IQF uh, um, bananas, strawberries, uh, whatever other berries they had, jama Juice, and mangoes. We all had IQF versions. So yeah, IQF uh, sperm might um, might be a way to achieve the gallon. Of course, a gallon is. Um, I'm, th- I'm just thinking of a gallon of milk in my head. It's like that's a jug, right? It's like about that size. It's oh, there's the bottom, about that big. Wait, okay, there's the perspective. It's about it's about the size of my head. No, it's um, right. It's about the uh, one third of my head. Uh, actually, I have no idea if my head would fit in a gallon of milk or not. Now that I think about it, I haven't had a plastic gallon on hand for a really long time. I should I should really cut the bottom out of one of those things. Not not like you got there. Actually, is that a gallon or am I thinking of a two gallon jug? Is that a gallon? It's a half gallon. Okay. Half so gallon. okay, so the big one, the jugs. See, it's been that long since I've had an actual jug of milk in my fridge. That... Oh, Nobody the, cares. The Nobody bag. cares. Why am I talking about? Sorry. What? <laughs> what? What? Alexander. Tyson,
2: do you, do you not have uh, jugs of
1: milk? No, I know I do you don't. Get
2: get get bags. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: It's like, give me a bag of milk, eh? <laughs> oh,
1: bag of milk. Milk bag. I I have uh, non dairy creamer. And uh, we have uh, 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 there, there's there's like cartons of milk. It's like a half gallon or something. I don't know. It's not I a quarter quart, quarter gallon. Is that a thing? Sounds mm-hmm. like a thing. Yeah, I
2: think it's a thing.
1: Quarts a quarter gallon, right? Like it has to be a quart or some quart of something. Four quarts makes a wait. was oh, it four quarts makes a pint? Two pints in the quart. I don't know how it works. Doesn't matter. Conversions, ladies and gentlemen, conversions. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, I apologize for the rampant conversions on tonight's program. I, I was under the impression there would be no math. Uh, mixing my impressions there, Johnny Carson with uh, Chevy Chase Gerald Ford. For those who are my age and older, that's well, not that's not an audience sh- cue. That is me exhaling. Yes, Hunter.
0: At least you're not old, my brother.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not old.
0: Yeah, well, you're not old. I'm not elderly. You're not
1: old. I'm getting there, but I'm you know soon, very soon, Um, sooner than than I would like. But whatever, Uh, that's how it is with everything. Uh, mm, That's not true. Actually, some things can't happen soon enough. Oh, so yeah, one other thing I did get real quick here because I I I don't want to keep you too long. Um, Uh. I did want to mention um, there's another movie I could add to my list of uh, movies that I've now seen that mm. that uh, might surprise Hunter how I feel about this one. Has anybody ever seen this uh, low-budget barbarian film called Death Stalker? I think I have. The first one?
0: Mm-hmm. The first one?
1: Yeah, the first Wait, one. How many are there? And I think there's four. Right? There's four now.
0: I think I saw. I think I saw the first one.
1: Okay, so the first one's just called Death Stalker. The second one's called Death Stalker Two. Then it has a uh, subtitle that I can't think of at the moment. And the uh, Death Stalker Three is called Death Stalker and the Warriors from Hell, which has been turned in, into a Mystery Science Theater episode, or had been some time ago. I think season. Seven, the Mystery Science Theater, before they went to uh, the Sci-Fi Channel, and um, <clears throat> that one's funny. I mean, well, that one's—it's not a good movie, but it's fun watching the Rift track So, Death Stalker One is not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, it is—it is good in that it is bad, and if you know that it's not good, it's fun to watch, but it's not good. The second one is actually more entertaining because it's sort of aware that it's not good, so it's having a little mm. bit of fun with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, the first one is um, is problematic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with movies, so I did a little Google. And do you know the, the budget for, for
1: this
2: movie, for the first uh, Doctor movie? it was, was
1: four hundred and fifty-seven
2: thousand dollars. And how much and did it make? <laughs> the box office eleven point nine million.
1: So extraordinarily successful, very, very That's successful.
0: Insane. So so
1: hence it was sequels. Cr- <laughs> you know, right. Plus it's one it's one of Roger Corman's successes, basically. Ugh.
0: There he is. Hello. I was just talking about the po- I was just talking about the Podcast Gremlins.
1: Podcast Gremlins, yes. There's yes, yes. something on the wires.
0: Now, <laughs> there's something on the wing. Something on um, the wires. Um yes. what I was trying to say was that this is probably the second movie I've ever heard you talk bad about being crappy. Uh the first one was Howling 2. You don't obviously don't like Howling 2. The Howling 2. And, oh. and you now <laughs>
1: Yes, your, your sister stalker. is a werewolf. I'm sorry, werewolf.
0: What? Yes, yes, your sister is a werewolf howling too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a good yeah, movie. Yeah. It's it's a not a good movie. It's fun with Christopher Lee. This is the thing. It's like I like bad films if they have something fun about them. You know, it's like I don't I don't, you know, I'm not gonna. It's like I've never made a movie. So, <laughs> you know, that's one of the <laughs> reasons yeah. why I like Ed Wood movies so much. Because I mean, like you can tell they're really trying this is true especially plan nine well i mean Glenda. Glenda is a, is an amazing film it's amazing that, that movie got made because it's an unironic like fever dream about you know identity and it's uh it's it's reportedly one of david lynch's favorite movies and i think i've frozen to them again so i'm just going to keep talking until uh comes again
0: back ladies and gentlemen it uh, uh, there, there, oh, wait. there it is yep there he is there, there he is he came back to us praise the lord hallelujah Sing Brother Tyson has come Winger.
1: back to us. I read it for a miracle. I read it for money. Read it. It's a girl. It's a leap of faith reference. Steve Martin movie with Deborah Winger and Liam Neeson. Anyway, everything's a reference. Ooh.
0: You're making the point where Howling 2 kind of sucks. I, I I see where you're coming from there. There are good things But I like it. I like it, so I mean I I yeah. can't say it sucks. It's fine.
1: There are good things in it. And not just like, things that belong to Sybil Danning. They are there it's actually
0: right like like the werewolf 4G
1: Christopher that wasn't good Christopher Lee is is always fun to watch Um, I barely remember this movie too my most enduring memory of that is uh, eyeballs shooting out of somebody's head which was a great special effect they might have worked better if they hadn't slowed it down yes (laughs) ladies
0: and gentlemen dear listeners Tyson's favorite uh, part about that movie was the werewolf orgy in the very back part of that movie like the big old werewolf orgy that was his favorite part don't let him bullshit you (laughs) right right he knows
1: oh yeah the the werewolf orgy that was uh, (laughs) that was something else it's been so long since I've seen this movie they
0: had a legit werewolf orgy in the back of this movie like towards the end
1: yes and then like in the credits there's like uh, what was it twenty seven repetitions of Sybil Danning ripping her shirt off. Um, so let's that was sh- shall we uh, shall we uh, unceremoniously wrap it up folks? Would there is everybody uh, good? I don't wanna yeah I don't wanna call the party yeah, too okay. early, but I think go ahead.
2: Unfortunately yeah I'm a big
0: party of oh. I have to talk
1: to No problem. So I wanna say thank you uh, for coming on the program.
0: Yes, thank awesome. you for being here, dude.
2: No, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate both of you guys having me on today. And, uh, Hunter, I look forward to having you on a high
0: conference. Absolutely. Uh, reach out to me on Facebook, dude. Add me, and I'll, uh, let me know what time of the day. All
2: right, man. That sounds like something.
1: So, uh, where, where can people, uh, find you? Uh, uh, um, Arash, where, where your, this is your plug portion. Oh
2: <laughs> yes. Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at iLike Lopez for Instagram I'm at party is over. Uh you can follow high content pod on Instagram, and Twitter and on Facebook. And you can find high content Podcast on most podcasting platforms or Skinfick, speaker Apple Podcasts, Sound, SoundCloud, uh FM, um, uh, Castbox, uh, Google Podcasts is the new, new thing now. Um, it, was, it wasn't a Google place, to open that, it was a maps a Google podcast thing. I think that's also made movies now. I, I don't know if they actually fully totally launched it, but I got the email. Um, so yeah, you just Google high content podcasting. You'll find a, a platform available to you that you'll be able to institute uh, it on search.
1: Awesome. Um,
2: but, Listen to the most recent episode, uh, the, the Redwood Session. We did a, me and my co-host we did an experimental on location podcast. We brought some mics over to a, uh, a marijuana uh, festival and we talked to a lot of vendors and, and maybe Oh, nice
1: that sounds great so that's the the Redwood Sesh it's called that's uh, episode yeah episode uh, 47 47 okay and that's on all those links thank you very much for coming on uh, uh, yes thank you very much sorry for the rough start yeah, no I problem, hope
0: I appreciate it. so that wraps it up for another episode of the anti-social show he's nice and saner and I'm Hunter Block up,
1: be decent to each other
0: absolutely good night folks yeah.
1: have a good time folks